Thank you for listening to the Tofugu podcast. My name is Kanae. And in this series, I am having a co host、uh, each episode to discuss what they wish they knew when they were a beginner learner of Japanese. And in this episode, I have David. Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Uh, would, you, would you do like a little Diko Shokai for us? Sure. So,、um, my name is David Honeycutt. I was hired、uh, to write review articles for books and other resources for Tofugu.、Um, but I also help out with some of the Japanese language resource articles too, looking for、um, language learning treasures and apps and different resources and all that stuff. And、um, right now, I'm studying linguistics at a university here in Japan. And my focus is on space repetition studying as it relates to learning kanji by foreigners. Right. So <laughs> that sounds like, I don't know, you're a perfect person for Wanikani,、ah. <laughs> like space repetition studying as it relates to kanji, right?、Mm, uh, that I... sounds like Wanikani. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Wanikani definitely had. A lot of、uh, influence in my、mm-hmm. decision. <laughs> I nice. Love use, yeah, I loved using Wanikani. So that definitely, yeah, had an influence on my,、um, what I went to focus on in grad school.、Mm, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so I guess before getting into the question of, you know, like what、um, did you, what do you wish you knew, like as a beginner?、Um, Could you tell us a little, a little bit more about your like, current Japanese level and、um, other Japanese learning history or background other than、uh, the grad school you're doing now?、Mm, yeah, sure. So, when,、uh, in regards to my level of Japanese, the last time I took、mm-hmm. a proficiency test was the JLPT,、uh, like, Maybe four or five years ago, probably.、Oh, okay. And that,、mm. yeah, that was required for my university, my undergraduate degree.、Mm, that you took in the States, right? Yeah, yeah.、Mm. We had to take it in the States and we had to pass the N3. So I took the N3, I passed, that was nice. But after that, of course, I continued studying. So、mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like. Maybe, I hope <laughs> I'm <laughs> above the N3 level, possibly. If we're talking like the. But you, European... you did pass N4, right? Oh, you、uh, didn't I, pass? I、mm. only took the N3. That's the only one I've taken. And then you passed that. Yeah, the N3 I passed. But if we're, if we're talking like CEFR scale, maybe a、mm-hmm. C1 level. I don't know if everyone listening is familiar with that, but like there's、right. A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. So, C1、um, is like the second from the highest level. Right,、mm. right, yeah. That's, that's kind of my self evaluation. I've never actually taken an official,、mm. you know, proficiency exam related to that. But、um, in regards to studying Japanese, how I got started with that, it started over a decade ago in middle school. My best friend at the time, he was super into anime and manga. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I had no connection to Japan at all at the time. And、uh, he asked me, like, hey, do you just you want to learn Japanese together? You know, that'll be fun.、Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, it would make me look cool and popular. So <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, sure, why not? And we started studying together. Eventually, it's funny, he dropped off. He stopped doing it.、Oh, but、no. I kept. 
Yeah, I kept going and I self-studied for like four years mm. and eventually I majored in it in uh, university. I dual enrolled, took some classes at college and I did a study abroad for a year. So I've I've been studying Japanese for like over a decade, I would say. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I use, to this day, I still use a bunch of different um, methods and resources to keep up my proficiency of course i use it every day for work mm -hmm. and with my wife who is japanese but in the past i've used wanikani i'm i'm done with wanikani now but i've used textbooks um, i use space repetition flashcards so you know i used a bunch of stuff uh, yeah, when yeah. it comes to learning yeah i never heard someone starting japanese like starting to learn japanese uh thinking that would make you you know popular <laughs> Yeah, I don't know cool. why I thought that. I don't know why at all. Because no one, no one thought it was cool. <laughs> really, it it is cool though. It is cool, but I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like how you start like a band or you know, mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> or <said> that. <laughs> yeah, but you, that's great. Like you kept going, you know, like and you lost your learning body too. Yeah, but that was somehow, unfortunate. Mm. Mm, but somehow you like kept yourself motivated you know, till today, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The more, you know, the more I studied, the more I got into it, the more I w became motivated and just drawn to the language and the culture. You know? mm. So I guess now you are uh, not upper in intermediate. I think C1 would be like an advanced, uh, but not to the like super, like native level uh, proficiency. Right. Um, mm, well, yeah, for me, I can do daily conversation. Um, I used to work in customer service here in Japan. So I know. Oh, you know, I did customer, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Customer service, Japanese, uh, cable, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. I, my classes in grad school are all in Japanese. But if you talk to me about nuclear physics in Japanese, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time understanding. Right. I probably would having her time like if i were you know uh discussing that kind of like unfamiliar and more advanced topics uh in english too so um yeah i right. guess c1 oh no c2 is the highest right for exactly. the world. that's really mm. like the hard hard oh yeah technical um, japanese you know mm. right so at the level of c1 ish um like looking back like what I guess this is a topic for today. Like what mm. kind of things came to your mind, you know, as something you wish you knew, like back, back when you were a beginner? Mm, yeah, so I can think of three main things that I wish okay. I knew, that mm -hmm. I wish someone had told me <laughs> when I started. <laughs> because when I started, you know, I, I did self-study and um, that was very difficult to to get started and actually make progress <laughs> right and there was no like class or anything right when you right. started mm. yeah my middle school unfortunately did mm. not have any japanese it was either spanish or french <laughs> oh okay yeah typical yeah. like uh american schools i guess mm. exactly exactly and so i went to the internet you know i just looked mm -hmm. up how to learn japanese or whatever and i i don't know why but i specifically remember finding an article um, trying to teach all the different ways you could say I 
in Japanese. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, that's probably not the Tohugu article that I wrote, like for ah,、uh, uh, it was because it was like ten years ago, right? <laughs> it was ten year, like ten years ago.、Mm. But actually,、okay. I I、mm-hmm. think I remember the website. It was from a website called、uh, the Japan Page dot com.、Mm. Mm-hmm. They have they had some good articles.、Um, Not, of course, not Tofugu quality articles, but <laughs>、um, it was、You're、okay. Raising the bar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's what I was working with as a middle school student, and、um, I made hiragana flashcards, you know, to memorize hiragana.、Mm-hmm. Um, I put off katakana for some reason and went to kanji. <laughs> I tried to go to kanji、oh, after that. Some people do that way too. I don't know why.、Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know either, but. I literally had no idea what I was doing at the beginning,、mm. and、um, what I wish someone had told me, what I wish I knew at that point, was、uh, to get a book or a curriculum or、mm. some some kind of learning plan. You know, right?、Um, I w- eventually I asked my mom, or I told my mom I was studying Japanese, and she had a. My mom was a manager, so she had an employee under her. Who、mm-hmm. uh, was also studying Japanese, and I guess he <laughs> fell off too because he gave me his his old textbook. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, it was the、um, the original Japanese from Zero book、uh, mm-hmm. by George, and、uh, this is before the cover was like the cool manga character. <laughs> oh, it、um, wasn't.、Mm-hmm. No, the 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 cool covers that those、uh, books have today were like.、Mm-hmm. They were like white with black text and some character drawn by seemingly a child, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh、yeah. no! Wait, the, pr- the、mm. Japanese、uh, Japanese from Zero book is that、mm-hmm. one with the girl like with bl-、mm-hmm. blonde hair or something,、mm-hmm. right on the cover?、Yeah. Oh, okay,、yeah. I see. The, I know the blue book.、Mm. The blue book.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I used the first edition of that, and the content is pretty much the same. But it was、mm. super, super helpful to me as a middle school self learner,、mm. and、um, especially for self studiers, I think that having a textbook or a curriculum like that is so beneficial. <laughs> right.、Um, not only in motivating you, but it feeds you what you need to know first and、right. helps you progress.、Mm. Yeah. Starting out, like you don't really know where to start either. Exactly.、Mm. And、yeah. the Japanese from Zero Book, I think,、uh, we in in our review article we said something like it's kind of like Genki, but it's more、um, towards. It's not like specifically designed for children, but it's more、mm. kids friendly or something. Oh yeah, it's. I would say it's very. It has a very intuitive way of teaching.、Mm-hmm. Um, I love that in those books they have a progressive hiragana katakana、um, style. Right, so, that's the、yeah. like mixing romaji and hiragana.、Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yep, yep. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> it helped me so much with learning hiragana at first.、Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I had to learn, you know, where to find all these resources by myself. So it took quite a lot、mm. of time. <laughs> Right.、Um, mm, eventually, I bought the other books as well, and I I went through those too.、Mm. Um, it also has a great website. Also, this is a super 
<laughs> lengthy pitch for George's books, <laughs> the Japanese ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, you you would recommend right? Still Japanese. Oh, I, to, I mm. highly recommend, especially if you are a self studier. Mm-hmm. And I even I I taught Japanese as a high school teacher a few years ago, and uh, that was actually the textbook that I used in my classroom, and mm. it. It was very good for、uh, my high school students too. Nice, nice. Okay, we you recommend then having a, I guess some sort of guidance from a book or、mm. course. Um, right, a curriculum. Yeah, yeah. curriculum.、Mm-hmm. So that was、um, probably the first thing, like、mm-hmm. one of the first things I always recommend,、uh, or at least I wish I had learned at the beginning. Right. Right.、Um, Next, I would say that, you know, recently the idea of space repetition, studying,、mm-hmm. really how to get things into your long-term memory, is it's so beneficial to learning a second language. I wish someone had shown that to me when I started out, because、mm. I had I had no idea what space repetition studying even was until maybe. Until right before I discovered Wanikani several years ago,、mm. and do you know the、um, what is that book called? Remembering the Kanji. Do you know that? Oh, what is the hike or whatever? I think yeah, I know. Heisig. Heisig. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't.、Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce that name, but okay.、Mm, yeah, he、mm. he wrote a great book on how to remember the Joyo Kanji、mm-hmm. uh, using mnemonics, stories, all these little things. Right. Yeah, it was very helpful for me. I didn't get through the whole thing because, in the middle of using that book, I discovered Wani Kani. <laughs> mm, I see. Yeah, Wani Kani just was so much better in my opinion that I moved to Wani Kani. In terms of uh, is、mm. uh, you know, like those features like SRLs or in、mm. terms of mnemonics,、mm. uh, what made you think that remembering uh Wani Kani was better worked better for you? Um, than remembering kanji.、Mm. So Wani Kani, I guess you could say, has more to offer than remembering the kanji. Remembering the kanji、uh, just gives you one single character、mm. in isolation. So、okay. Wani Kani gives you the、um, character as well as、mm-hmm. all the components in the character, and it gives you vocabulary. That、right. uses the character, and、um, it gives you example sentences, context, pronunciations,、um, and there's a built-in SRS system. So, for me, that was the whole package. That was so、mm-hmm. much better. <laughs> I see. You know, yeah, remembering the kanji, you had to buy two books to get、mm. that even close to what Wani Kani、uh, provides. So, first, the remembering the kanji book teaches you character by character. Along with the components, of course,、mm-hmm. but then you get the second book, and then you can start learning the pronunciations of each of those characters. So, right, it, it takes a long time, and it takes a lot of money. I would say. Mm. Mm. I see. But around going back around the time that I had、uh, discovered the remembering the kanji book,、uh, I also read an explanation on SRS and how.、Mm. Uh, people who use SRS tend to remember things in the long term better. Right. So, as a you know, 
self-studier, <laughs> that's mm. that's something that I wanted. I want to remember all this vocabulary. I want to remember all this kanji, and uh, that's how I was going to learn the language. So today I use I use SRS flashcards still every single right. day. Right.、Mm. And um, yeah, actually I'm studying for the kanji kenpei right now using、oh, Anki. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, Anki flashcards.、So. Did you did you make a that、uh, deck yourself or? Oh there... yeah. Oh okay.、Uh, mm. I'm sure there's kanji kente pre-made decks already, but、mm-hmm. I like making my own. <laughs> what what、yeah. level are you shooting for? Like what Q? Junior Q. Oh, Junior Q. I, I you know what? Like I I actually was thinking about taking. Oh wait, Junior Q or Nikyu the other day. <laughs> Oh, really? I even like painted out and then like did the、um, practice that. <laughs> oh, really、mm. cool! Yeah, but that's、I'm... cool though. You're look, you're、mm. going for like June Nikyu. Like I, I, the highest I have is one I took back、mm. in junior high, and it was Sankyu three. So okay, you're you're going like above that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying. I mean, this is you know after the JLPT, this would be the second.、Mm. Proficiency test that I would I would attempt or try to take, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, Kankan, and yeah, I I kind of wish that I knew about SRS back in my Juken like entrance exam setting days back、mm. in high school, like for colleges and right. Like even it applies to a lot of other things, like studying、mm-hmm. in general and then memorizing stuff. So、oh, yeah. I, I can totally really relate. <laughs> yeah, I know、um, medical students who use it to memorize medical terms、mm. and concepts too. So Anki,、uh, for those for everyone listening who doesn't know, Anki is this spaced repetition flashcard、uh, program. It's free. It's web based. I mean, I'm sure. I think they have a paid app version for like some for the Mac. I don't use the app. I、mm. use the online, you know, through my browser. Right, I think the maybe iPhone or iOS on Android is the like mobile、paid. version is the paid. Hmm. Twenty bucks、yeah. or, or something, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and yeah, because it provides you that SRS flashcard system,、mm. um, which is also the subject of my research. <laughs> Time for Wanikani ad. Please feel free to skip this part if you like. For those who are not familiar with Wanikani, Wanikani is a kanji learning platform where you can learn 2,000 kanji and more than 6,000 vocabulary items within a little over a year. And today,、um, I have David.、Uh, he will be sharing his story about using Wanikani. All right. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I, when I first started Wanikani, I did the free <laughs> levels, the first three that were free, and I、right. I didn't I couldn't really get into it actually. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> yeah, at, at the beginning I was just kind of confused, and、um, mm. you know Wanikani kind of forces you to wait, <laughs> right, and then come back, and and that was a little off putting for me, but.、Um, So I made an account.、Mm. I tried the first three levels for free. Didn't really like it, and then I came back to it probably like a year or so later, and、mm. I said, "Well, if I'm going to learn kanji, this looks like 
the best option for me. So I, I bought a lifetime <laughs> account uh, when mm-hmm. it was on sale. And then <laughs> I just started going through. And I eventually realized how useful <laughs> and even addictive it can be to use <laughs> Wani Kani. <laughs> yeah, I used, I used to wake up mm-hmm. every morning, do my Wani Kani. And then before I go to bed, I would do Wani Kani again. So it was kind of like a little game for me. But um, eventually mm. I got through all 60 levels of Wani Kani. I feel, yeah, oh, wow. I, I really feel it's, it's really helped my uh, kanji game um in terms of mm-hmm. you know understanding words that use different kanji but um when i realized something when i was using it the whole time i was using wani kani was that the vocabulary that we were given that we were provided um oftentimes there would be vocabulary given um in two different forms this is usually verbs so there's a transitive verb and there's an intransitive verb form and both of those mm-hmm. would be given uh, when I used Wanikani, both of those were given at the same time. And through mm. all of those um, forms that we were fed, I started to intuitively recognize when a verb was transitive and when it was in the intransitive form. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Like, I, I never got any formal instruction, but through doing just Wanikani, naturally, I started to gain that ability to decipher which one is or this one is transitive this one is intransitive it was really strange right there seems to be uh i think there should be like a pattern for uh those so maybe you kind of unconsciously recognize that recognize that pattern yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. and so i'm mm. i'm really really grateful to wani kani for that now that i've finished <laughs> 60 levels i don't use it anymore but <laughs> i have a did you burn everything? No, though? no. My, <laughs> you, my oh, personal goal okay. was to get through all sixty and be exposed to all sixty character or uh, mm, characters. Mm. That's still yeah, that's still really impressive. Thanks. So you know, you now know, you know, uh, two thousand kanji and more than six thousand vocabulary. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's really good. I don't think I ever had anyone who reached. 60 level 60 for this ad so thank you for sharing oh, your no story problem. yeah and if you're doing wani kani mm. keep going you can make it <laughs> yeah and then like david said um uh, people who are just starting out um kind of get confused about having to wait for the next review to be available but um you know later in this episode david will be uh, explaining how it is good for you. <laughs> so, you know, those SRS and everything. So um, hang in there and stick stick to stick it. Stick to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're interested in using Wanikani, um, the first three levels are free. So be sure to try all levels to see if it works for you. And if you end up really liking Wanikani, you can use our special coupon code and it gives a 25% discount for monthly and annual subscription. And it is Shoshin. The coupon code is S-H-O-S-H-I-N. Uh, it's all uppercase. And you can redeem this code until July 31st, 2022. And this discount lasts for one year. So hope you... Check out Wanikani and we'll enjoy learning kanji. 
So like at some of his research and like how do you explain like SLS uh like what it is, I guess? To... How do I explain what it is or how it works? Uh both. <laughs> A little bit of uh, both. both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so I had to do a lot of research on this actually the past uh, the past four months for one of my mm -hmm. classes, but it all starts with what's called the forgetting curve. Mm. Basically, when you are exposed to a topic or a word or some piece of information, um, immediately after being exposed to that piece of information, it'll be in your brain, but <laughs> your brain will very quickly start to forget it. Right. Um, yeah. And so what SRS does is that it will, like regular flashcards, it will show you that uh, piece of information many times. The more times that your brain is exposed to it, the um, least, the less likely you are to start to forget it or forget as quickly. Mm. But the, the main thing that separates SRS from regular flashcards is that SRS will prioritize uh, pieces of information that you probably don't know so well. <laughs> mm. And ones that you do know so well, it will kind of push back and keep for later. So, for example, with Anki, if I study a new uh, kanji kente uh, word or kanji character um, that I've never seen before, well, Anki will bring it back again in 15 minutes. Mm. And if I judge that, okay, I knew it, it'll bring it back again in a day. And in a day, if I knew it again, it'll bring it back in three days and then a week and then two weeks, one month. Uh, Wani Connie actually does this already. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if you forget a concept, it will shorten that time, basically. Mm. So I know just the other day, gosh, I, <laughs> mm -hmm. I had a term that came up in Anki that I had uh, studied a year ago. Oh, wow. So it, yeah, mm. it brought it back after one year and I forgot it. So, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I had to say, oops, I forgot. And so <laughs> today, again, that turn came back up and I'll, I'll see it again tomorrow too. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess Wani Kani, the longest, um, interval is like mm -hmm. six months, is it like burning? an item but it's mm. impressive though if you remember one thing for you know uh six months it's basically you like internalized it and you know mm -hmm. like it you acquired the vocabulary you know so it gets um, into your long-term memory yeah 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 but <laughs> one year i think yeah it's harder for sure <laughs> mm. exactly but uh yeah that was um one thing that I wish I had learned at the beginning of my studies, because right. I look I look back now and I think, wow, I could be so much further <laughs> in mm. my proficiency. Probably, right. it's just really efficient way of, mm. Mm, I guess, yeah, retaining, exactly. yeah, longer long term memory. Yeah. yeah, it's efficient. It's effective. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I've I used to go to uh language exchange groups, um oh, okay. local groups in Portland and you know, some people mm. prefer analog way, mm. old school, like paper and pen yep. type of way mm. of studying and I 
I like always wish I could convince these guys <laughs> to mm-hmm. use like something more, you know, like more efficient mm-hmm. way of studying. But you know, like they some people do it for fun, so it's not. Right. It might not be for everyone, but yeah, I totally recommend it too. <laughs> yeah, and um, I guess the、uh, last point I wanted to. Bring up was the、um, I use a I use a Mac. I'm not sure <laughs> how many people、mm. listening use a Mac, but on all Apple devices, Macs and、uh, iPhones, iPads, they have a built-in dictionary. And in the dictionary app that I use,、um, you could actually pick different dictionaries in different languages. So、mm. um, I have my English dictionary and, th- and thesaurus. I have. My Japanese only dictionary, and then I have my Japanese English dictionary, and I use these like crazy, like every day. If I'm making the、um, kanji kente anki flashcards,、mm. those are where I get my definitions from and where I get my、um, sentences from most of the time.、Mm. Yeah,、um, but. If you're studying a language and you happen to have an Apple device, you can utilize these、uh, dictionaries. They're really cool because they come with a、uh, pitch accent, so you、mm. can see how exactly the word is、uh, pronounced with its with its standard pitch in Japanese. Right. But, is、uh, is、mm. there like a specific one built-in dictionary? Yes,、mm. I think if I search it right now, Apple、mm. uses. For the Japanese-only dictionary, they use、mm. the super, eto, super daiji ring, and then for the Japanese-English dictionary, they use wisdom,、mm. ewajiten. And you、yeah. recommend those?、Um, I do because I mean, from what I've seen, from what、mm-hmm. I've used, the example sentences are great, the definitions are great. It's it's very good. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I never really paid attention, but、uh, I guess having being able to see the pitch accent is great <laughs> for those who、uh, are not familiar. I guess like it, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you might be a beginner,、uh, more likely a beginner, and you know, like Japanese,、uh, in Japanese, pitch accent matters.、Um, mm. You know, like if you said "hashi,"、mm. that means chopsticks. But "hashi" it means the edge, for example, or "kumo"、mm-hmm. and "kumo" is the same. What is it like "kami"? "Kami" and "kami"、mm. like、mm. God and paper. Right. You know? <laughs> it could、yeah. be. It could、mm. mean like paper, and it could mean ah、uh, mm. God. Uh, depending、mm. on how the pitch accent goes, so right、um, or even ame, ame. Yeah, ame. Yeah. Candy、mm. and rain are the、right. same. Use the same sound, but use the different pitch accent. So, I mean, it's not like something、uh, like super super essential, but I、right. think you should be paying attention.、Uh, in、mm. the long run, it's gonna help you. Yeah,、mm. and. You know, context also will help too.、Um, but if you want to sound more like a native speaker, I、mm. recommend doing some, you know, pitch accent study 
Ray like Dogen. Uh, he's the exactly. pitch accent god out there on the right. internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to sound like a native speaker, yeah. I think he has classes too. So mm, maybe look into that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to recommend to? Um, well, I think I've laid out, I mean, I've laid out pretty much everything that I wish I knew mm-hmm. when I was starting out. For me, you know, I still have my beginner notebooks. <laughs> oh, wow. And, yeah, from all those years ago. And I knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and I, I just imagine how, like, wow, I was, I really knew nothing, like from zero, really, was the truth. And mm-hmm. um if you are a beginner and you're listening to this podcast, take take notes like that. And then in a decade, look back and see how far you've come. That right. will be a huge motivation, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, look up where you are now. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you live in Japan and you're married to a Japanese uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's like hard to imagine when you were just starting out, but um, oh, now yeah. you speak like fluent Japanese and you work for Japanese people too, right? Um, mm, yep. So mm-hmm. that's impressive. And yeah. yeah. Just living every day out in, in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Taking Kanken, that's kind of hard for even native speakers. So look at you. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because I have, right now, I um, teach at an international school. And all my elementary school students are Japanese, and they have to take Kanken as well. Oh, but like yeah. four or three, right? Like Sankyu, Yonkyu. Well, they are third third graders, so they're taking mm-hmm. um, maybe seven or six. Oh, yeah. I forgot that they have lower, like for elementary mm. schoolers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's so, it's so cute because they'll, they'll ask me like, hey, what, is this, what does this kanji mean? Or how do I say this? And actually, I, I was told by my bosses, like, pretend you don't speak Japanese. So <laughs> I have to tell them, I don't know. You know. That's funny that they ask you. Yeah. And then, then they they don't know that you speak some Japanese or? My students? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I have them totally fooled. They have no idea. Oh, nice. So well, they, if they, they listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they'll they'll talk to each other in japanese like during lunch or recess not realizing that i understand Mm. everything you're saying (laughs) that's kind of funny it's cute Mm. yeah so to wrap up uh Mm -hmm. i guess if you you know told us uh, things that you wish you knew uh, when mm. you were a beginner. Uh, is there like a message or advice for um, beginner learners of Japanese or, you know, just people in general who are starting out or even, mm. you know, people who are just thinking about studying Japanese? Yeah, um, it's funny. Recently, I got on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I, made a, I made a Reddit account and I joined... Uh, several subreddits related to learning Japanese, learning different languages, uh, linguistics. And it's weird because you'll see a lot of people post things like, hey, how fast can I learn this language? Or how Mm. easy is it to learn this language? And to me, it seems like people are very focused on how fast they can (laughs) become fluent or, you know, how fast they can become proficient in a particular language. So, um, 
for me, you know, having learned a language, I'm looking at these and I'm just saying, well, why, why are you focusing on that so much? Right. If you, Mm. in the beginning, if you realized how much there is to learn, how deep, you know, it can go, uh, you probably, yeah, you'd probably feel very discouraged and probably give up before you make any real progress. So Mm. my, my message or advice would be to not, don't worry about it. You know, don't worry about how, you know, fast it will take or how deep you want to go. Just do it. (laughs) Mm. I mean, like, it's gonna take a lifetime. Right. (laughs) I'm still learning, like, I'm studying learning something in English every day. So, Mm -hmm. and it's been like, what, two decades (laughs) Mm. since I started. So, I mean, it's gonna take a lot of time. So take it easy, you know, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. Just enjoy it. Language learning is a fun process. And mm-hmm. I mean, you have to make it fun, of course. You have to make um, motivation for yourself and create motivation. And for me, I think one of the reasons why I stayed um, so motivated to stick with Japanese for so mm-hmm. long was um, setting kind of tangible goals. So, for example, um, on, I don't know, in 2023, uh, in June, I'm going to take the JLPT and one, you know, mm. having something like that tangible, something concrete. Yeah, actually, I feel like gives you motivation to keep going, you know, totally. So for me, you know, I have my goal of next year, um, in the middle of the year to take uh, Juniku Kanjikente. Mm. And so that is um, giving me the motivation every morning to do my Anki cards and to make new Anki cards, go through my, you know, Kanji Kente Gakushu Step book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that a workbook for? It's the. It's actually the official Kanji. Of uh, Kanken, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that has the full list that you need to know. I see. So I'm going through that right now. But if you, you know, some people listening, your goal may be, I want to watch anime without subtitles you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah yeah. is that a tangible enough goal you well, think or <laughs> that's actually you know what <laughs> not mm-hmm. so tangible it's very broad mm-hmm. so yeah my advice would be set make something a little more specific a little more tangible and go with that i guess like for people who are like just started out Maybe mm. like the first step would be to learn katakana, hiragana and katakana. Mm. So, you right. know, those can be one of them, like mm. in a week or two weeks, a month. If you learn those, you know, 50 characters each, right. um, that's like a Japanese alphabet. That would be, that should feel really rewarding, you know, even oh, though it's yeah. just a very first step. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's things like that. You can learn hiragana, katakana. You could also learn kanji. You know, that could go on for a while, but there are lists. So like first grade kanji, (laughs) second grade kanji, you could master those, make that Mm. your goal, you know, or wani kani. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to feel kind of addy, but uh, I think on wani kani, uh, the first grader, uh, first grade level, like an elementary school Mm. first grade, Level kanji, I think you can learn all that within like level one, two, three. Mm. Like it, those are free levels you can just try sign up and try out. Um, 
and then you know more kanji than you know those first graders exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah tangible goals that would be my advice tangible goals hmm i see that's a great advice so thank you today for being on this no episode、problem. with me and yeah and then you explain i didn't Um, I didn't say anything about it, but you explained SRS like perfectly. Ah, <laughs> I'm probably gonna use that explanation because you know it's kind of hard concept、mm-hmm. to、um, to explain to you know people who are not familiar、exactly. with it. But、uh, you did it. You、Yay. did a great job. So thank, thank you. you. Yay! So I guess the next episode is gonna be、uh, featuring some other authors from Tofugu, and then we. We're gonna keep talking about what you know those people wish they knew、mm. as a beginner. So stay tuned and thank you for listening. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Bye.